working with Matt Catizano. Spirits is a short film. It is a horror. It is a comedy play at the LA Feedback Film Festival. I'm so curious about you because you're uh, as a filmmaker because I think this is this is your first film, correct? Yes. So you have that people don't you have vast experience doing the theater and stage. You have you do podcasts as well, like storytelling podcasts. Yep. So you don't understand the art of storytelling, but this is your kind of first visual kind of experience, I guess, making a film. Um, a little bit. I am a I'm a sketch comedy guy. Okay. So uh, improv and sketch is my background. Uh, so for many years, I've made sketches. Um, I lived in New York and did them for a company called Above Average Productions. There, um, my YouTube page is called Simply Unemployable, and we did uh, a lot of web series and stuff like that. So gotcha. I've done um, just kind of straight comedy for a long time. But my passion is, uh, other than comedy, is horror. Like, I love horror movies. That's my that's my jam. So this was my first uh, attempt at, like, this isn't a sketch. This is a, this is a short film. This is, yeah. is going to be a little bit longer. This is going to be a little more serious. This is going to have a couple moments of levity, but for the most part, be treated pretty straight. In its basic sense, like, what's the... Okay, so a sketch... What's this problem? Because obviously, we, well, everybody's seen a sketch SNL. Like, yeah. So, is it is its main purpose that just to tell a joke? Because some sketches got great. There's a great story within the, the sketch, but then some sketches are just they don't know to end. Right? They're just like there's a great premise, and they're like, oh, well, I guess we're just going to end the sketch, and we'll see you later. Yeah, it could be both. I mean, a lot of sketches are just about heightening. It's about one joke, and then just seeing how much how much you can add to it uh, before overstaying your welcome i think that's like a, a huge yeah. part of it uh then there's a lot of them that are just you know they're so character based that it's like there's really nothing more than like we want to see this person have to be at a starbucks for three okay. minutes it's so that's what, is, what you call like a situation comedy sketch i guess right where it's, yeah. it's character it's like whatever characters it was invented it's like it's sort of like they're in yeah they're in the situation that you presented them in i guess right yeah and uh, i mean all of it is very similar to i mean uh, it shares a lot of the same dna with horror it shares a lot of the same dna with setting up a scare so um they're not mm -hmm. they're not unrelated in that sense but a short film is a beginning middle and end and it's really about like even a film it's really about the ending it's about like it's the the, the payoff to the setup i guess right yeah so uh, is that... yeah, the proof of concept I kept uh so the premise I kept uh, saying for this like all right this is like what I what I want to accomplish can I accomplish it in a short amount of time and leave people um, hopefully wanting to see a longer thing because I think um, for me that's the big thing about a, a short film is just going like oh my god I love that man I'd like to see a feature you know like what anybody anybody have some money I'll, I'll tell you more what do you want what do you want answers so th this is based on a, a podcast that you did. This, this film? Uh, um, in the sense that uh, during the pandemic, when we couldn't do anything, a friend of mine and I, we did a podcast that was um, just ghost stories. So it was just people, friends of ours and strangers uh, who would zoom in and tell us real life ghost stories. Um, and I had already had the idea for this uh, short before that, but spending all that time talking to people and having them tell their experience. And so many of the people were people that I that I know that I would have never thought would even have one of these stories, you know, but so many people had great, uh, like, you know what, when I can finally get some people together and we can go somewhere safely, I would love to, um, I'd love to do that 
that short that I wanted to do about, uh, you know, a, a haunted bar. Um, yeah. So it really just kind of like ignited that back for me. It's actually a great idea for like a, like a TV show, like a mini series in a sense, like ghost stories. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It was so fun. I mean, it was, it was terrifying too. Some of them um, were like really unsettling. Yeah. It's like, Oh, wow. Did not expect that to come from you. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Whew. Whereas like, you, like a twilight, I don't know if you're maybe too young for like a twilight zone is oh, like the, the tone can change every, ep every episode, right? Like the ghost yeah. story can change. It could be more funny. It could be more scary. It could be more frightening. It could be more gory. It yeah. all depends on the story, I guess, right? Yeah, it depends on the story. It depends on the person. Um, I think my thing for especially horror comedy, I love horror comedy, but my my preference for it is always that it's actual scary stuff happening to funny people. So the reactions are genuine, and it, it happens to be that the people are fun to watch for whatever reason, but not that it sells out the scary part. Gotcha. So give me, give me an example. Like what is your favorite, like give, give people an example. Like what is your favorite horror comedy film? Ooh, favorite horror comedy. Like, or something that like, like something like the one that stands out for you. Yeah. Um, let's see. I would go like, like the monster squad is one of my favorite movies of all time. The monster squad uh, from the eighties. Uh, Shane Black wrote it. Fred Decker directed like, uh, I love that movie. Part of what's so fun about that movie is that it's the Goonies, except with the Universal Monsters. But the Universal Monsters are treated like the Universal Monsters. Like they are scary as hell. Like they are trying to murder children and the kids are fun. They are, you know, like they have a lot of quips. They're, yeah. they're doing what they would do as, you know, 12, 13 year olds. Um, and that's super fun to watch. Uh, Josh Rubin just did Scare Me. Um, he's like, uh, I think like one of the best people to watch right now, especially for horror comedy, but scare me, uh, is on shutter right now. And it's such a great example of like being really, really fun while also being very unsettling. Yeah. I'm so curious, like, but from the horror comedy, like tone wise, does, do the people get to die? Like do, do the main characters get to die? Like, you know, or what in a certain horror film, everything's all out in the open, right? Like anybody, yeah can die but in horror comedy the tone is set up that it's funny so do we do we is, is there a line that you can cross where it doesn't get funny where you're not supposed to cross um i think it just depends on if you if you there's a little bit of a betrayal sometimes when you depending on who you kill you know yeah, there's uh exactly, like yeah. uh, like uh, uh one of my favorite movies is arachnophobia i love arachnophobia arachnophobia is just like it's a romp it's a ride but there you are back to the 80s you're like you're an 80s guy then yeah i'm in the 80s and 90s especially okay. uh, for sure uh but, you know, like that has a bunch of really funny characters, you know, like John Goodman in that movie is it's one of those sketches that's like you're just following this character being great. But like there's uh, the old lady's death at the beginning is is devastating. Like there's there's deaths that matter, but we know kind of deep down that at our the core group is going to somehow survive or save mm -hmm. each other. So I think there's there's always that aspect of it of like who if we're losing somebody, we're losing somebody for a reason. Yeah. Well, the, the, I, correct me if I'm wrong because I haven't seen the movie in 30 years or 40 yeah. years. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Really a lot of deep the, cuts. the arc is is really about the main character's fear of spiders and yes. him overcoming his fear of spiders. So whatever happens in the movie, in the end, he will overcome his fear of spiders. So you know that he's not going to die, I guess, right? Yeah, totally. There's there's a huge payoff to that. Yeah. And I think like you know, there's other filmmakers and stuff that would be like, and my whole bit is going to be that I kill that guy. But it's like, that's not the vibe of that movie. You know, like yeah. that's not that's not what that one's about. So I think that's where that um, 
that betrayal can come from sometimes where you're like, but not them, not don't we, we, we like them. We're following them. If they're going to die, it better be for a good reason. Yeah. So like Shaun of the dead, you know, that perfect. Yeah. It's not Simon Pegg's not going to die, but yeah. his friend dies. Spoiler alert, but he doesn't die because he's still a zombie, I guess. Right. Yeah. He, well, it doesn't break <laughs> up their friendship. Yeah. Okay. So it still keeps them together. So there's this feeling of like, as sad as that is, they're still like, well, they haven't quite changed. They're still, Sean was able to grow as a person, but his friend who is a little more stilted is still playing video games with them. Like that's, oh, you know what? I still leave that movie theater smiling. Okay. I think that's that's an important part of uh, the horror comedy is, yeah. can, you, can you watch it and be like, I can't wait to watch that again without feeling like, oh man, I'm so disturbed that I don't want to see that again for years. So the, that's a, the, these are long-winded questions to the main point I'm trying to make because your film, from a directorial standpoint, tone-wise, it's spectacular. It's your first film too, so I know you've done Thank sketches you. and stuff like that, but you have to nail that tone in the film like this, and it's it's not easy, right? Because you're kind of mixing genres, right? So yeah, so you you nailed it. So when you're making the film, I'm just curious, like it's a kind of a like a open-ended question, but like. Were you always that always conscious of you, like from the tone when you're when you're making the film? Like, I gotta keep this pay, I gotta keep this at a certain rhythm while I'm making the film. Yeah, um, I mean, thank you so much, first of all, because that's you know the once you start to put it out there into the world, that's the thing you're wondering, like, will people feel this way? Will people yeah. go like, oh no, like there's a couple, you know, funny or there's not really any like jokes or anything but it's like, like there's tonally there's some shifts that um the worry is always that that's going to take people out of it um so for me the important thing was saying was deciding where those where those shifts are and if they're justified so a lot of the more like uh a lot of the levity of the of the short is when you're upstairs in the normal part of the bar and in my mind like in that world everything is fairly normal and like things don't really take a, a scary turn or we stop kind of any of that type of um, levity when we go downstairs. Like mm. as soon as we, as soon as this thing, like, like, Oh no, we're going to try to have a drink with a ghost. Like that's when all of a sudden you go like, Oh weird. Like this staircase is a little ominous. The music has like changed yeah. a little bit. Like, where's that? Where's like the fun guy at the bar? Like, Oh, he's not coming downstairs. So like, we don't, we don't have his, we don't have him adding anything to that. Um, so that was that for me was like the whole the whole thing was just like what are these what are these two levels look like? So this is a pretty this is a pretty sizable cast for a nine minute film. I know you're one of the actors, correct? Yes, I'm the bartender. <laughs> <laughs> so you're but where did you like these like these do you know these people or did you do a, a casting call? I'm curious about your cast. Yeah, this is a I feel like um i can't tell if it's like annoying or not but it's like this was this short especially was um uh this was just me without raising any money or anything like calling in some favors and like seeing if i could what i could get done um in in one location the the location is a location that i uh, had a stand-up comedy show at and the managers were like you know you, you know come by you know, you want to do more shows? And I was like, actually, I would love to shoot something here. And they were like, come by on a Sunday. We won't close, but you can come by and shoot. So I had half a day with actual customers coming in and out where we would have to stop shooting every time that happened. It was a real, real nightmare. And then the the cast is our good friends of mine. They're all, 
okay people that are incredible and amazing like lucky to even have them my friend nusha is an amazing actress um and i was so excited that she uh was like sure of course matt i'll do i'll do your thing and james the third who's at the bar um he's just one of the funniest comedians in the world so it was like hey buddy you mind uh you get a sunday you could come in and give me yeah. a few give me a few takes you know do you mind <laughs> Uh, so no, was, I, was, I kind of figured as much that. because it was such a great cast and it was like, they're all kind of got their own bits, I guess. Right. So it's like, I'm assuming that they were friends of yours because it, or else you just, you're the best casting director out there. <laughs> no, well, they're the right people. And like yeah. the thing about it, that's like really funny is that like, uh, like James, especially there's so much footage that I couldn't use of James and I at the bar because it, that idea of tone and stuff. It's like, how long can these idiots be like, chatting at the bar but yeah. uh people have said when they've watched it been like oh the acting's really good you guys have great chemistry and i was like well that's just a really good friend of mine you know like that's that's thank you for the compliment also uh, i think i hired the right person which is like a guy that uh if we hadn't been doing that that's what we would have been doing that day anyways so uh i think that comes across a little bit so okay so ryan parsons he's your he's your dp correct yes yes um so ryan's go go ahead I, ryan uh Ryan is a friend. Uh, he's somebody I met um, well when I first moved out here. I, I've been doing on and off a series with a puppet where I uh, explain to a puppet that's a monster, alien from outer space, my favorite horror movies, and why they're great. Okay. And this alien puppet um, doesn't like them and wants to stop talking to me about these movies. And Ryan was the deep, Ryan was my DP for that. So it's just a, like on the couch to camera thing. But he would do that and we would talk about horror movies all the time. And so then when this came up and I knew I needed somebody, I was like, hey, do you want to do something a little more a little more ambitious than our our puppet movie review series, Deep Cuts? <laughs> did you guys like how did you how did you do it? Like, did you like just go over a shot list with them? Did you storyboard anything? I'm just curious how you kind of set up the, the, the shoot. Yeah, I, I did a storyboard. Um, I had it all pretty much laid out in my in my head what I wanted it to look like and what I what I wanted the shots. I did a really terrible shot list that was like almost immediately thrown out. Um, <laughs> you know, like just as soon as it started, it was like, oh, all right, well, we can't not now. We wouldn't do that. Uh, what is this shot list? You Matt, come on, man. Um, and again, this was a, uh, it's called a Wino Vino in Atwater. And it is like this beautiful little speakeasy under a wine bar, but it was like, it was open. So it was like, we realized very quickly that we needed to grab anything we could from this angle before another customer comes. We need to grab anything we can from this angle before, uh, you know, the music gets turned back on because they forget that we're trying to shoot something in this room. So it was, it was a lot of, uh, it was a lot of that. Gotcha. And Ryan was amazing. Like, you know, he, Ryan just, move with the punches the entire time. And my friend Cheyenne, who is also, uh, he's a, a producer on it, um, especially because the day of he was there to like be the other hand that was like, no, no, we can get another thing here. We can do this. And he's an amazing director in his own right. So it uh, wouldn't have happened without him. He's helping you out. So what, what are you feeling after you do your last shot, you're going to go to editing? Like, are you like, it's your, I know you've done sketches before, but this is, like you said, this is a little bit different. So are you feeling good about yourself? Like what's your vibe vibe after the shoot? Um, I, it's probably bad. I'm like, I'm always so excited to get started in it. I'm always like way too eager to get into the, into, into editing because I, I'm like, do we have it? Did we get it? <laughs> you yeah. know, there's like a uh, Cheyenne who's like, who's directed and made uh, many shorts, um, all amazing. He was like, Hey, 
don't look at this for two weeks. Like, don't look at the footage. And I went home that night. Like, we just spent the entire day doing this. And like, <laughs> at like three in the morning, I was like, I was like loading stuff up. And I was like, I just need to at least see that we got. Can I just check? I need yeah. to put this next to this and see. And I shouldn't have done that because that was, you know, a, a terrible <laughs> experience to try to figure out what I have, especially uh, being so tired and stuff. But that to me is the that's the thing it's like as soon as something ends you're just so excited about that next part you just want to get to it i just want to see i just want to see what it looks like to cut the staircase to the door will that work did it work because i think it works but i want to see it i want to see it in a timeline and so i was i was very eager to get to that yeah because you you have to it's um you have to rewrite the story in editing i guess right so meaning that you just have to work with the footage that you have yeah. So you're, and so that's probably the two week kind of break, but that's like, it's a very hard thing. To, it's easy thing to say, but it's a very hard thing to do. It's a very common thing. I'm guilty of it too, where like you want to rush something, you want to get to it, right? Because it's, it's on your brain. You, it's not going to go away. So you might as well just do it, I guess. Right. And you remember, you remember that like, oh, we only have that one good take of blank before I forget that I should go. Cause like, you know, there was no script, there was nobody there helping. Yeah. So there was nobody like taking any notes of things. So it, it was like, it felt fresh. So I so badly wanted to be like, oh my God, I know that we only really did one take of, uh, you know, the chairs moving, which means I should just grab that take and just make sure that we have it. Because if we have it, we have it, you know, and you start to yeah. justify it that way. But the two week break is like, is it's such good advice because you didn't, because you're all, then because you have to work with the footage you have, basically, it's like you... All the things you're describing is that it's great, but then you can create within the confines of, of what you shot, I guess, right? So, yeah, and I, I'm not a good editor. I like, you know, yeah. I always had final cut of sketches, um, but really somebody who knew what they were doing would be there. And then I would be coming in and like and helping with that stuff. So, especially with like above average and stuff, it'd be like an amazing editor. And then I come in to like be like, I'd rather this take or I, yeah. can we lose a second here and like talk about timing and uh this was my workflow was so bad and part of the reason it was so bad is that i would so excitedly grab random footage and put it into the timeline and be like oh cool i have that but it's like if i had just waited and done this in order and, yeah. and organized it it wouldn't look like this now so, so yeah so then there was a process so tell me about the score that did he do was uh did your did your composer do the film? Was it was it done? Was it done before, or did he, did he see your shoe, shoe, uh, your your rough cut, and kind of like create with from from that kind of point? Um, a lot of it was done before. I um, so Jim Zaroulis uh was the musical director. So I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. Um, and for about a decade, I worked at a comedy club there called Improv Asylum. It's an improv and sketch theater. I was a performer there, a uh, head writer, um, and then a director before I left. So we do two act, like Second City style shows there. And there's a musical director. Jim Zerulis was the musical director at the theater for many years while I was on the main stage. Um, he is a musical genius. So I've always wanted to do something. Like we're talking, you know, not only underscoring and doing stuff for sketches, but this is a man who's improvising along with a keyboard and like adding sounds and stuff to a, to a two act show. Really, really amazing stuff. So he was somebody that um, before anything had been shot, I had gone to him and said, Jim, I finally have a thing for us to do. I'm, I'm going to make a ghost story. Do you want to do the score? And uh, we had written some things in the past and some music together in the past. So he was like, okay, which thing does it sound like? So we had kind of a, we had a shorthand of like, I direct a Halloween show every year, a live Halloween show uh, mm -hmm. 
that is now out in LA at the Alamo draft house. But it's like, he had done so many of those Halloween shows that I was like, remember the sketch that's like this. And it sounded this way. Well, I want that one. And like, he'd be like, okay, you want a little more Danny Elfman? And I'd be like, um, yes, actually, no, I can't be because now, now the tone is, <laughs> I, now I want to keep this track that you made, but the, I can't use it for the short. And we kind of stumbled through. And then once the footage was done, um, he was able to take everything and adjust accordingly. Gotcha. And so then you're like, so it was a process, the editing though, but are you like, were you happy with the product? Like after, cause the music is so important, right? So you did, did a great job. So were you happy with like your first official horror, short film? Horror, everything like, you know, it's all, it's, you know, it's all about the sound. It's about the music. It's about all those components. Yeah. And um, I was so thrilled. I, I, I remember Jim sending stems and like pulling over in the car to listen to them and just being like, Oh, I'm going to have, I'm going to have something really like, uh, this was a thing that was supposed to just be something quick that I shot and tried out. And then the more talented people that came in to help, the better I felt like it needed to be. Like, I, I, I've I, been trying to catch up to some of these yeah. really talented people that helped me. So you're you're like, so you're so basically, so are you going to be making more films from here then? Like, what, are you got the bug or I know you had a proof of concept. You have a I'm assuming you have a feature feature film within this within this yeah. short, I guess. Right. Yeah. So part of my thing right now is that I, you know, I do a lot of live comedy and I do a lot of comedy and sketch and all that stuff still um, and have shows all the time. But the the longer things that I write, all the features I write are usually horror or horror comedy. So I'd be having meetings where uh, I'd be pitching something and it was like the disconnect would be like, oh, we know you from blank. Like, so what else do you have? And it's like a website filled with like just comedic things. And I was like, you know, something I'm going to start to build a little to get funding for some of these features. I'm going to start to build an arsenal of horror shorts that are a little bit more in the, in the vibe of what I'm pitching when I'm in a room. And so that's like, that was the plan. And the reason for, for doing this in general was to go, Oh, how come you don't have a horror short? I go, no, I do. I have this one and I'm gotcha. pre-production on this one. And this, this is a little bit more like the feature and this is whatever. So you're from so yeah so you're from Boston and you how long have you been in LA for? I've uh, been in LA for five years. I was in New York for three before that. Gotcha. So then, so then you're it's your home now. LA is your home now, right? I just started to do the thing where like if I go home for the holidays, I'm like I got to get home, and but I mean coming back here. So I'm like, oh look at that little that little switch finally happened. So in your bio, like you said that you're like an indoor kid in Boston, like so you're yeah. like you're. So I, the preconception I have as is like that everybody's just like a Red Sox fan and like they just like the, that... I I have to explain my way out of this all the time. It's uh I, I had a weird upbringing where it's like I really I know nothing about sports. I don't give awesome. a shit. You know, like <laughs> people are people in my family, all my friends, like the way Boston acts around that stuff, it's so diehard about everything. No, that's what I mean. Everybody, that's the first, that's the first go-to, right? Like, is and like, I revolted. I went so hard the other way. Like, people would be like, "If the Red Sox don't win, I don't know what I'll do." And I'll be like, "I'm watching the Burbs at home. Shut up!" Like, I just didn't care. Yeah, I refused to to give anything. And like living in LA now, anytime someone's from Boston, they're like, oh, "I don't know, man, Patriots." And I'm like, "Listen, I'll tell you a fun secret about me. I don't know what you're saying, and I don't care." <laughs> Like, don't <laughs> you don't have That's to be mad awesome. at me no, like, i didn't do anything someone i wish i was like that I was actually i'm a sports fan so but 
but <laughs> like, I can tell the, you, I can tell you all of Joe Dante's movies and give you which ones are the best and in what yeah. order. But like, I don't, I don't know uh, who's playing on any of those teams right now. No, it's because it, well, it's a flip side from being in Bostonian because it's like you saved yourself a lot of pain. Yeah. But in the last twenty years, you saved your like you've lost a lot of joy, I guess, right? Because everything yeah. seemed to one win everything. So I know. So then all of a sudden it changed. I also though. I'm I'm even though I'm not like a fan of any of that stuff really I'm like I still I'm like oh man I think it was so much cooler when we were just really terrible at everything <laughs> wasn't yeah. that like that was a way more fun it was I tragic think. there were some tragic uh Bostonian uh horrible Hello. moments in the the landscape of baseball especially so yeah especially <laughs> I like going to games I go to games and just drink a bunch of beers I'm, I'm done with that that's <laughs> I had to, I had to find that out because I actually you're like you're lucky you're just like I think you you've won won the game like pardon the pun in the long run but not being yeah so yeah we'll see I don't know I, I spent a lot of time inside just uh uh being raised by uh, movies and TV shows so I don't know if that's uh, I think I turned out fine but then again here I am in my creep show T-shirt talking about yeah. the horror short I made <laughs> so you're are you so you got this proof of concept it's a great short film it's doing well in the festival circuit uh where do you where are you going to make more films like what are your what's your next goal yeah my my goal right now is um i have a an anthology feature that i wrote okay and i'm trying to get funding for that right now so that is my that's my big goal spirits the short um would be part of that anthology it'd be one of the stories within the anthology so gotcha. uh i'm hoping that's festivals and all that stuff um start to lead to you know some of those meetings and some of those conversations because um what i would really like to do is be in pre-production for a feature soon yeah you're you're i gotta say something about your your uh, instagram page it's very funny that i don't know if this is done by mistake while i'm looking at it right now but <laughs> you have exactly 200 2789 followers and you're following exactly the same amount of people <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> Man, I don't I don't know if I did that on purpose. <laughs> that seems like certainly something in the dead of night I would have been like, oh, I need to follow one more person or something to like make this work, but I I have no conscious memory of doing that. So, uh yeah. I don't think I would have noticed that either. So that's and that's good. That's good. I'm net zero. And it's a, it's a mixture of some very funny moments that you do, like you're a very good performer and there's a very cute baby. Oh, there's a very cute which got has it has the most likes. It's gotten you the most likes. It is um this will always be we we talk about this with like especially with sketch and stuff all the time. It's like you could spend so much time working on a sketch, just <laughs> putting your heart and soul into it. You put it online, nobody watches it, nobody yeah. cares. And then you post one picture of your baby, or even like nothing, just you like get my hair jealous, done. Are, and you, it's, are you jealous of your baby? Is that what you're saying? Is I'm already jealous saying? of my baby. I post pictures of this friggin' cute baby and people yeah. are like, look at how gorgeous. And I'm like, just like some of the other stuff. Yeah. Well, you know you the sharing... baby's a part of you, right? Like you kind of, uh, you invented that baby as well, right? So. Well, now I'm like, uh, listen, baby. Uh, her name is Ruby, but I just say, listen, baby. Uh, listen, baby. Like what, what short do you want to be in? Okay. <laughs> what do you. What feature do you, how do we use, how do we make both of us look good and get some likes? That's going to be, this baby's going to turn out fine. So speaking of likes. Five weeks old. Our our audience loved your film. Uh, What did you think about the audience feedback video that we sent you? Um, I loved it. It was so, uh, again, like you, the hardest part has been being done with the short because Mm -hmm. you submit it to these things, uh, you hear back, but it's really kind of like a, 
a yay or nay. And that it, it feels weird. It, it's like even when it's like a, a positive thing, there's nothing more to it than that. You just go like, oh, I am official selection at blank. Thank goodness. Or like didn't get selected. I don't know why at this one. OK, and that's a weird little roller coaster, but there's nobody to really talk to about it. Um, so being given some footage of people who watched your thing, liked your thing, or for me, the most important part was like people got stuff that I was trying to do, you know, like this, uh, this is still like kind of a proof of concept. You know, there's, there's a lot of questions unanswered. There's a lot of stuff like that, but to have strangers that aren't, you know, friends with me come forward and say like, Hey, I really like this. And it like, it led, it gave me so many questions that I can't wait to get answered, but like in the best way, or like, I really like the acting or um, I like that. Like when this ended, I wanted more. I was like, Oh yeah, I did it. This is like all the things I wanted to accomplish. Uh, these people are saying, and I, I trust that they mean it because there's no reason for them to tell me otherwise. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was, <laughs> it was great. It was, it was that extra thing that I think, um, is really special which is like it's it's not just hey you got into this festival it's hey you got into this festival and here's some reasons why here's some here's, here's how some people felt about it i love that cool well i hope that we can talk again i'm i, I wish you the best of luck with the anthology series and everything Thanks. else you're you're we just alluded that you have a baby and you're you're a proud father now yeah proud father five weeks, five weeks yeah five weeks into it i'm uh we're, we're making it work it's been yeah. it's a wild ride it will be over. Yeah, it's a, it's a, lots of stuff happening. I'm I'm yeah. six years ahead of you, so basically, <laughs> okay. Lots of crazy, lots of diaper changes, lots of poop on your hands. Yeah, I can't believe. Why does the poop go up the back? Why doesn't it just <laughs> stay in the like? It doesn't make any. I don't understand the physics of it. Yeah, that's that's when you know you have a talented kid when they when they have <laughs> artistry with their poop. So yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> All right, man. <laughs> so hopefully we'll talk again. I wish you the best and uh, go Red Sox, even though you don't care. Hey, all right. Take care. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel.